and welcome back to the UEA Wellbeing Podcast. Uh, I'm Rich, I'm one of the wellbeing trainers here at the UEA and I'm joined as always by Rach. How are you Rach? I'm all right, hi everyone. And this month we have our first guest, so we are joined by Gemma. Gemma, hello. Hi there. Um, how, just... Go on, oh. how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Do you want to introduce yourself? I'd love to. Um, just to let you all know, I'm um, the university's wellbeing training manager. Um, so I've been working in the wellbeing team for a couple of years, um, but I've just started this role. So looking forward to working more broadly um, with students. Um, so, yeah. Brilliant. Thanks, Gemma. And thanks for joining us today as well. Um, so just to let everyone know this month's podcast, it's going to be focused on resilience. So it's a word um, that is used a lot. And we're going to speak to Gemma today to discuss what that means to her, uh, any tips you might have as well for someone looking to build their resilience. So thanks for being here with us, Gemma. No problem. Okay, so, you know, we like to start, Gemma, with uh, something called it's the little things. So we like to talk about the little things from from your week, from our week, the small wins, uh, no matter how small or how big that have kind of gone on for you so what is your little win for the week gosh you know what guys I found it's really tough because I was thinking what you know what is small enough for a little win because we we generally we don't recognize the little wins do we um but in the end I thought actually last weekend I did have a little win um went away in the caravan with my family uh, and it stayed dry during the daytimes which is a win because usually a rain cloud follows us wherever we go um even surrounding villages can be bright sunshine and there is rain on our caravan plot so i'm definitely bagging that as the the win of this week nice very nice um rach what about you what's your small win for the week um my small win is um i bought a second hand game for the wii and um it looks really silly and fun um and it was exactly that so last night just spent a couple of hours playing a sort of carnival game on the wii and it was just really sort of was a nice sort of change of pace for the week so that's my little win how about nice. you rich nice i love that uh for me do you know what i took, nipped down the park with a dog last night and normally that's pretty short-lived because he's normally a pain but he was <laughs> good as gold and we left about an hour and a half so that was very enjoyable for a change Nice, that sounds great. So we're going to um, have a bit of discussion around um, resilience now and pop a couple of questions over to, to Gemma and get your thoughts on this. So Gemma, firstly, what does resilience mean to you? Resili my kind of feelings of resilience have changed over time, um, mm -hmm. really, but I think more uh, having more knowing in this job for me, it's definitely having the kind of tools and strategies just to be able to pick yourself up when things go wrong. Um, but that can be a process. Uh, so it's it's being able to guide yourself kind of through those tough times. I think knowing when to ask for help. Um, but more importantly, I think it's your ability to kind of step back and assess the situation, kind of adapt and help yourself work through those. Um, but one thing I have learned is that it doesn't mean you're not affected by what's happened, um, so just that you've got the ability to get through it 
one way or another really. Yeah, I really like that. I think um, something that really resonated with me that you said is about it changing over time. I think for me, I always felt that resilience meant you were just OK, no matter what. Yeah. Um, and it's really taken, I think, probably in the last couple of years to be like, actually, it's it's not always being OK. And it is actually recognising when we do need to take that step back and reach out for support. So um, thank you for that. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really nice answer. How I sort of building on that? And how do you think like your relationship with resilience has maybe changed over time then for you personally? Um, definitely it's the perception, my perception of resilience and what that means. Um, I think when the word was kind of banded around um, when it first came out as, you know, you need resilience, you've got to have resilience. And it was like, well, where do I buy it from? You know, where, <laughs> where do I get it from? What, what does it even mean? And then initially you felt that it's something you either had or you didn't have. Um, so you'd be like, well, well, clearly I'm not resilient then because I do cry at situations and I do feel like low at times and things do affect me. So obviously I'm not resilient. So it, it kind of felt like it was aligned with being either strong or weak. Um, it felt like if anything happened to you that you kind of walk through it um, re unscathed or unaffected or almost like you've not got the emotion because it's like yeah that that doesn't affect me I can back that off so it was something kind of growing up that I thought well it's something perhaps I don't even have um, and that misconception was that resilience um, is that you've got strength to face everything alone and the one thing I've definitely learned is that reaching out and like you said Rachel and asking for help is one of those key characteristics of being resilient whereas in the beginning it perhaps felt that it wasn't and that you weren't resilient if you did ask for help oh, amazing i really like that that's a great answer um yeah interesting isn't it how, how it can change over time i guess kind of you kind of touched on it there but what do you think are some of the maybe the misconceptions that, that people often have around resilience then it's that being strong resilience is strength um, and um, what our actually perception of being strong is, is is different because we twin the words together and being strong um, means different things to different people. It's not just a one set criteria. It's not your, you know, your hero cartoon character walking through fire. Um, it is strength for you is, is very independent and and the misconception, like I said, about asking for help, um, that if you, you're not resilient if you ask for help is so not true. And it's something I've had to teach myself, actually, that, come on, Gemma, let's, your resilience now is by being able to say, actually, can I have a bit of help here? Yeah, I think that's a, I, I think, I, I completely agree with what you said there about, you know, having to learn that for ourselves as well. I think so many of us are kind of, um, conditioned to think that asking for help is a sign of weakness and I think you know for me certainly as I've got older and a little bit wiser I think that's, that's become more and more obvious that that really isn't the case and actually being able to recognise when you need a bit of help and say I need help with this is, is a real sign of strength for me. Um, Rach is there anything that you'd add to that in terms of any misconceptions that you think around resilience? Um, I think you guys have covered it pretty well, to be honest, definitely that idea of um, having to be strong. And I think it's that 
that, that main thing about not almost that people feel like if you're resilient, you don't face any problems at all. Like everything somehow is OK. Um, and that if you're resilient, it's almost like water off a duck's back. And I think that's a really important one as well, because actually if someone's resilient, they face just as much, if not more difficulties than other people. But it's actually how they handle it. And as we said, reaching out for support and actually just being OK with not being OK sometimes. So that's another one for me. Um, so what would be really good as well is almost think about this sort of specifically for, for students as well. So Gemma, why do you think resilience um, is important for students? Well, I think in a nutshell, university can be really stressful. Um, there's lots of academic pressures. There's lots of personal pressures. Um, there's, uh, there's loads of having to adapt to change and having to adapt to it quickly. Um, there's about finding and developing new relationships, that sense of belonging and all these things can make us feel really vulnerable and less resilient at times. Um, so it's important for, for students to kind of one, recognise those things that can make us feel vulnerable and less resilient as a starting point. So having an awareness of resilience and what that means, like we've just discussed, um, combined with an awareness of yourself and what works for you, you can then begin to build your own strategies to cope around those pressure points in the year and the times where things are getting on top of you more than than the other times. Um, and then it's a, then enabling you to have the, have the ability to get through um, mm. those challenging times when you need to. Yeah, that's really interesting. Thank you. And I think that's a really important point around it feeling different at different points. So actually, it's not something that necessarily as a student, you might not think about right away coming to university or it might hit you straight away. Certainly um, when me and Rich were speaking um, in the last podcast about it, we talked we had quite different experiences starting university. So it might be actually at different points in that kind of university life resilience will come into play more so than others so thank you for that yeah, absolutely um the type the change and the adapting to change it just it happens it can happen at one point in the year it can happen every week or you can feel like it's happening constantly um but just because it isn't happening to somebody else at that time doesn't mean that you're less resilient mm -hmm. so that's, yeah. that's a really important thing to kind of ring home because we tend to look around at ourselves and think well they're all right so why aren't I um, and it's about like I said that self-awareness and understanding your your own baseline normal and some things will rattle you more than it may rattle others and that's yeah okay. that doesn't mean you're less resilient that just is what makes you you um, but it's if you then understand what helps you through through those times that's where resilience comes into its own yeah absolutely and like we see ourselves as you know maybe more or less resilient um and with as you said with students it's just kind of that self-awareness that actually everyone's really different and so it may affect them at different times but also we don't know so often we think everyone's totally fine um but actually they may be experiencing exactly the same stresses um and problems that we are too yeah absolutely yeah so how people appear isn't necessarily how they feel is it yeah yeah that's a really nice point i like that about you know not 
not comparing yourself to people around you because I think it's so easy for us all to do that and like you say you can only see what's going on on the surface rather than how someone's really experiencing something or even you know looking a little bit deeper we all experience things completely differently um Joe obviously you've you've been working in student services a little bit longer than, than me and Rach um you know in your time in the service how have you what's kind of your experience been working with students and how they've maybe struggled with that idea of resilience or you know ways in which they've built that or improved that skill yeah so I think very often it's um bashing down the barrier of I've got resilience or I haven't got resilience so the first thing when I've spoken to students they very often be like oh god I'm just feeling absolutely awful at the moment um I'm just not a resilient person and that's the first kind of bit of advice I'd give really is firstly open yourself up to the concept that you can build resilience so don't tell yourself you're not a resilient person so resilience is comprised of thoughts and actions and it's how you behave and that's something that we can all learn and you're not born with it uh you're not born without it it's a skill that you can build so a lot of the conversations with students has been about look opening yourself up that let's have a look at times when you have been resilient and how you can use those kind of skills and strategies and and draw upon that but do not close the doors by saying i'm just not resilient um, and very often working with students it's, it's helping the student to develop that self-awareness and knowing themselves and what works for them there's no textbook for resilience so what helps may what helps me may not help you rich um and it's taking times to the time to reflect on what's been tough and what ha what happened in that time and how you got through it because you did you got through it so really thinking about building your own toolkit based on your previous lived experiences and that helps you take back control of any situation using those tools um, and it's very often and I've been fortunate where I've been working with students that has been the point when they've been able to ask for help and it's that's been a lovely thing to say to the student is that do you realize that by sitting in front of me right now and having this conversation you are resilient by doing that you've shown resilience and that we all if we break a leg we need a crutch to help us walk and to help a broken leg heal so we all need help mm. so think of asking for support as that kind of metaphorical crutch when things seem broken um because that's what we need to help us build and that in itself is resilience yeah what a fantastic way to put that um, have you got any kind of other top tips then for, you know, if you were advising me and I'm looking to become a little bit more resilient and improve that skill, as you say, what are some of the top tips that you'd, you'd give to me? It's, it's kind of sort of what I've just said, really. Um, but I think if I had to prioritise those I've just spoken about, it's the knowing yourself and building the self-awareness. Sometimes we can feel much less resilient if we're if we're reading a book that's got these top tips which are all very helpful for things for us to try it's not beating yourself up if something you've tried doesn't work 
um, because it's about what works for you. And if something doesn't work, just put it in the bin. It's that simple. If something does work, use it. And if something works for you and doesn't work for something else, for somebody else, that doesn't mean there's something wrong or different. You know, well, it is different. It's about being you. Um, so it's the self-awareness building and saying, actually, hang on, this is how I react to a situation. And this is what helps me get through that reaction and, and feeling like that. That's your toolkit. Amazing. Thanks. Thanks so much, Gemma. Um, yeah, thank you, Gemma. Um, that's all been really, really great and interesting. Lots to, well, even for myself to take away and think about as well. So one thing we do like to do as well um, is when we get um, guests in is do a section about well-being gone wrong. So uh, if you're happy to share us, Gemma, a, a time you've tried something for your well-being when it's maybe not gone quite the way and it, as it was initially intended. Oh, Rach, your bath story in the last podcast um, inspired and triggered me uh, all at once. <laughs> Uh, you're welcome and sorry. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm kind of taking that same kind of thing. And it's it's actually it, it's quite linked to what we're talking about, about you comparing yourself to what works for other people um, and that doesn't work for you and being OK with that. Now, this took me a while to be OK with, but I'm going to talk walking. Mm -hmm. So everyone's walking, uh, obviously, but through lockdown, it kind of seemed the only exercise option the world had left um, and I've never been a walker I walk obviously but my walking has always been to get from A to B so it's been very purposeful I've never really saw the appeal of a, an aimless walk um, don't get me wrong I love a picnic in a, a scenic environment uh, I don't need to walk around it um, but during the the kind of first lockdown I, I was comparing everyone's walking uh, so I've, I must get walking I've got to jump on this bandwagon because obviously I need to get my body and my mind moving and everyone else was doing it. So I started and I went on my first, put my leggings on, out for a walk. Um, and, you know, I, I walked around the block and I thought a block is quite a long way round, really. And I felt like I was gone ages. And uh, I looked at my clock and it was 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, this is so boring. I am just so bored. And then like every minute for like torture, not physical torture, like just mind numbing. Like I'm literally counting steps now because I, I, I'm just not enjoying this at all. Um, so then I'd try the next day and the next, and I'd probably get to 11 minutes or 12 minutes. I wasn't physically exhausted me to go home. I just, oh, I just, I don't know, being in my own thoughts but not really having any thoughts for that period of time just wasn't for me um and then I started beating myself up about it like what's wrong with me everyone likes a walk and I don't like a walk what's wrong with me why don't I um and then I was feeling worse uh so I was chatting to a friend about my uh my feelings of walking and she said, right, come on, you and me will go out for a walk. Um, and that's once we were allowed. I think that was kind of the August time after lockdown when you could go for a walk with a friend. Mm -hmm. And wow, the difference that made, having someone to talk to. Like, I walked for an hour. It's like it went so quickly. 
Um, and when I finished, I felt better. And I thought, oh, this is the experience people are getting <laughs> normally. It's <laughs> not the experience I've had yet. Um, so clearly, I either need company or I need to download something to listen to. And I, I'm, a, I'm much better at aimless walking now. Um, but I've got to have it uh, clearly with connection and, and purpose. Um, so, yeah, I'm just so similar to your bath story, Rach. Um, <laughs> walking. That's uh, your that's your kryptonite. That's fair. I mean, I I absolutely love a walk, but I appreciate we are all different. I mean, what would you say um, was a sort of lesson learned then from that experience? Mainly was not to worry if I don't enjoy something others do. Yeah. Um, it's walking just seems such a simple thing and I'm like gosh why can't I can do it I just don't enjoy it um but actually that's okay um I now do it in the know knowing that it's about getting myself just physically active um and that I don't have to enjoy that um but to help that I found strategies um, i.e. going with someone or listening to something um, to help that. So, yeah, just don't worry if you don't enjoy something others do. Um, I bet others don't enjoy things you do, so it's absolutely fine. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. All right, well, Gemma, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been great to have a chat and great to listen to you talk all things resilience. Thank you. No, it's been really good fun. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. Um, so thank you for joining us, um, everyone, again today. Um, next month, our focus is going to be on men's mental health, something I'm really, really passionate about. Um, so hopefully some more good discussions to come. Um, make sure you can also now check out our new YouTube, YouTube channel that we've relaunched really this week. Um, we're going to be posting new videos each week. Um, lots of little bite-sized tips and tools that you can use and we'll be posting um, every day on our social media channels so you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram with the links to support available and things that are going on at UEA to support you and your well-being. And of course, as always, like we've spoken about today, if you need any support, if there's anything you need help with, you can of course come and speak to the student service team, you can find our website uh in the description of this podcast or um you can look on our website to find out any more information or get in touch um so thanks so much thank you rach thank you cheers everyone uh, thank you Gemma. thanks very much thank you see you all next time thank you everyone